Good day, good people. Praise the Lord. From wherever you're listening from across the globe, welcome to this episode of uh, today's podcast. My name is Susan Kibe. I am born again. I love Jesus. I am a product of grace. And uh, I serve in New Bridge City Chapel under the able leadership of Bishop Eric and Reverend Vicky Mwangi that is in Nairobi, Kenya. And uh, we're in a very in- we are coming from a very interesting season in the Christian calendar, which is the season where we com- commemorate the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the important and the most beautiful thing about the season of Easter is that as Jesus went down and came up again, that is the same way every issue in our life is supposed to resurrect. Many a times you go through things and seasons that constantly put you down, you know, and it seems like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. It seems like, you know, nothing good can, can come out of a particular situation. But I'm here to encourage you today that just as Jesus died and resurrected, nothing that is in your life is supposed to remain dead. Your dreams should come alive, you know. Plans that you had, ambitions should come alive. And many times, especially as Christians, we, we tend to hold back and, and um, um, avoid... Uh, to take risks but sometimes you'll find even in our journey as believers we are encouraged to take calculated risk and just take a leap of faith and allow God to move with us in the seasons of life and so today I want to share on um, you know uh, allowing your dreams to, to, to thrive again allowing your plans to thrive again I mean we have just finished the first quarter of the year as well and you know with the new year came with a lot of resolutions a lot of plans a lot of positive energy and, and drive towards the new year and what happens is that as the year goes if you do if you do not keep track of what you intended to do when the year began you start dropping the ball now the beauty of looking at it from far, reviewing first quarter second quarter like that i mean even businesses give results you know like in, uh, i work for an investment company as well and and most times the results you'll see we do quarter one review quarter two review you know and the reviews are totally different you'll see like like most the funds that in, that invest in global markets mostly quarter two is low because quarter two is summer people are on vacation not a lot of um, activities going on even trading not a lot of trading is happening and so once you review your life quarterly your goals quarterly your ambitions quarterly you are able to like jumpstart yourself again you are able to go back to the drawing board look at what is not working you know what can i improve uh what should i add on to what i had intended to do what should i change what new strategy should i employ because that is the only way that you are going to see progress because the the, the danger of not doing that is that you drop the ball and then you, you keep feeling like this thing, I can't even do it. I started doing it last year, I did not succeed. Now this year I am stuck again. The reason why we get stuck is because we do not review. Because reviewing keeps you on track. Reviewing keeps you on check. So I don't know what it is that you need to review in your life right now. But I want to encourage you to just go back and see what worked in the first quarter. What did not work. What do you need to 
to improve on and 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 that by doing that you will see progress i I also love sharing um from my personal journey and um i am currently i'm still newly married (laughs) barely two months into marriage and what i'm seeing happening in my life is that i am literally having to do a reset resets to, to because um i have been a single parent for quite a long time so i was used to planning my things and this is how i'm doing this is where the children will do this okay now there's a husband to consult you know and follow advice from to report to what i need to do to get his opinion you know and then on top of my two bio children i have five foster children so I have to also enlarge my capacity to be able to listen, to be able to guide, to be able to counsel, not just what I was doing, you see. So I cannot use the same strategy that I was doing earlier and expect it to work in my new, in my current situation. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Even in your, in our day-to-day lives, in that business, in that career, in that um, whatever your ambition is or whatever your dream is, whatever your you're planning and you're putting your energies to the whatever did not work in the first quarter we have a chance to you know undo redo and learn and learn and relearn you know what can work in the second quarter because so long as you keep reviewing it, it gives you courage it gives you there's something about doing something again I was studying the Bible um, sometime this week about the story of Samson. I think it's in Judges 16 that when 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 Samson was finally captured by the Philistines after Delilah gave his secret of cutting his hair, the Bible says that when they put Simon Samson in jail, yeah, his hair started to grow again, and since his strength was in his hair. When they took him like to uh, some place like in an open space eh, where now they were mocking him, telling him to perform for them and all that, he told a young boy, please uh, help me to support myself on two pillars. Like let me be in between two pillars. And the Bible says Solomon prayed to God and said, Father, one more time, use me, give me the strength just one more time that I may punish these Philistines for taking out my eyes. And I'm telling you that one more time strength was poured upon Samson. And that is how he died with the Philistines. And the Bible says that without his eyes, he killed more Philistines than he, than he had killed before. You know, in his death, they died more than he had killed when he was alive. So there's something about uh, going back again, looking back at the strategies again, because even when the hair of Samson grew again, he, he like he got more strength. So it is not it is not a crime even to, to you know to, to go back and try again. Ask God for the strategy afresh. Ask God to whisper that dream again. Ask for the strategy again. Whatever it is that you are doing, there is an um um you know what can I say? There is an outpouring of grace and strength that comes when you tell God to do it again. Do this one more time. And there are very many stories in the Bible of people who asked God for another chance. And when God gives you another chance, it's, it's, it, it does not come like it had come before, like you had before, which is the same with restoration. When the Bible says that God is going to restore you, restoration does not take you back to where you are. 
total restoration from God exceeds where you are. That is how you know it is of God. So when you go back to the drawing board, see what did not work. See what you can employ again. I want to tell you for sure, you're going to come back with better strategies. You're going to come back with, you know, bigger ambitions. You're going to come up with a, um, a, a huge dose, you know, of, of, of faith that whatever you're going to do again, it can only get better because even as children of God, we are asked to grow from glory to glory. In God, there's no retrogression. In God, there's only progression from one strength to the next, from one glory to the next. I can tell you for a fact, the story of my life's journey is a story of restoration. And now that I have been restored, now that God has given me a husband and children, we were initially three, me and my two children. Now we are, I have seven children plus my husband that makes. So God increased us. God increased us by... um, six so now we are nine you know because restoration does not come to take you back to where you are it does not only give you back what you lost there's something about when god restores you um it's like restoration comes back in a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over i mean it comes to to like even repay because like the bible says in that joel joel 2 25 that i will restore to you the ears of the locust eight the canker worms the great army that i sent to you so you can imagine all those chewing locusts crawling locusts everything they had eaten god comes to restore and i think there's even something like even the time that was was um wasted you know as as you are as you are as you are suffering loss this period between the loss and restoration god covers even for that period so anytime you go back again go back to the drawing board again you do not get the same results and with god you can only progress with god if you involve him you can only go higher you can only do better you can only have bigger dreams you can only do that business in a bigger way you can only run that ministry in a better way in the name of jesus christ so even as you go back to see what did not work in quarter one what can i um improve on what can i employ that had not that i had not employed as you do that you also pray that the bible tells us that the same power that raised jesus from the dead is at work in our lives even currently so whatever you feel that maybe did not work involve the power of god and and believe in yourself you are a child of god jesus died so that you can have your place in him that we are seated at the right he seated he seated at the right hand of God the Father interceding for us. The Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So long as you're in Christ Jesus, you are not allowed to do mediocre. Mediocrity is not your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So as you go back to employ better strategies, as you go back to rewrite uh, your, your vision, as you go back to employ what you did not employ in the first quarter, do it with God. Do it um with an understanding that when you God touches you again, it does not take you back to the original position, but it elevates you. There's something about this again power. There's something about um, God's having your business or your career or your marriage or your parenting having a backup of God because you're not going alone. You know, you are going with a higher force. You are going with bigger... Um, 
bigger authority you are you your stakes can only be higher i mean you can only be elevated you can only aim higher because he who is in you is greater than any situation that is around you is greater than any situation that could even be in the economic uh, situation you know global markets behaving funny because of whatever is going on i mean so long as you're a child of god you are not allowed to run your business run your marriage parent your children according to the ongoings around you because we are all, we are in this world but we are not of this world we are only placed here for a season for us to be able to go through this life season because when we are done and when we are translated you know only what we will have employed that is what we will transition with on the other side so while you're still here while you're still on this other side of the sun how are about you use the power that God has deposited in you to dream bigger you know to 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 aim higher you know to make sure whatever you do do it with God so that your results can be sure so that your results can be outstanding the bible says when God created the earth he looked at everything and said that it was good the reason why it was good and not perfect is because God knew his creating us to be co-creators with him to continue what he has done that is where when he created man he said that he has given man dominion to rule over the plants over the animals to subdue the earth i mean god gave us the authority to like carry over carry on from what he left that is why it was good and not perfect because he was going to use us as his children as the co-creators to perfect what he did so whatever you are doing is it a business is it ministry is it family please know that god owns it and so you are a co-creator with god you are working with god and what that means also is also that you should not um put all your all your you know all your thoughts all your energy into just that eh? because again you will be making that work an idol you will be making that family an idol make sure you are able to strike a balance between faith between your faith between between uh, family you know fitness having an impact in the community so whatever it is that you are doing make sure you have an impact in the community make sure your sabbath is not affected because even when god created in 6 days the bible says on the seventh day he rested so for that to be in the bible in the beginning it means that it is important and he also expects us to have that sabbath to rest most of us pile everything to do on sunday because we are busy in the course of the week and that makes our sabbath more busier than the other working days i mean we need to just go back restrategize strike a balance create values that that um that will flow in what we believe in concerning faith concerning family concerning even fitness god has given us to give us authority to subdue and to have dominion you cannot do that without taking care of your body your body is a temple of the holy spirit so me probably what you didn't do in quarter 1 we had just come from december and all that probably fitness was you know um not um 
taken into consideration. So probably you can say in quarter two, fitness is amongst the things I'm gonna do. Because as you practice fitness and employ it, that means your body will be more energized even to work, to achieve those dreams, to achieve the heights that you want to achieve in, in God. All you need to do, child of God, is to ask of God what he expects of you. I have told you that we are co-creators with God. Whatever we do, God owns it in the first place. We are just there to facilitate, to, to bring solutions, to make a difference because God created us for that. So just know that we are co-creators with God. Let him consult, involve him. Let him tell you what he wants you to do and then go ahead and pursue it. So long as God sent you into it, you can be assured of success. Anything we do with God, we are assured of success. We have seen in the book of the of uh, like in Joshua, Joshua would ask, should I uh, uh, go after these people and God will tell him I have given them into, I have given the Midianites into your hands go and pursue and they would win David would always inquire of the Lord there's this story we keep we love reading of first um, first or second Samuel 30 when David had come from Ziklag and the people had been captured their wives and children had been taken by the enemy and even the people who are fighting were almost stoning David like you told us to go to war and now we have come back our families have been captured you know our children have been taken hostage and it was it was not an easy thing even for them to what to bear and and and, and the bible says that um it's it's first Samuel 30 and David now David after the people had um you know they were angry at him, lifted their voices, and ah, they were crying and asking David, what, what is this? What happened? David, the Bible says that David inquired of the Lord. Because even him, he felt, ah, how can I come from war? And then I'm coming to find more trouble at home. Yeah. So first Samuel 30 verse 8, the Bible says, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered David and said, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. And the story goes that when David went and the men who were with him, they were able to recover everything. None of what they went to recover was lost. They they acquired everything that had been taken by the enemy. So every time you consult God, you can be assured that whatever belongs to you, you will get it. Whatever heights you want to acquire and reach to, God will enable you to get to those heights. Whatever is your ambition, you will be able to get to it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So let us review what did not work in quarter one, what we need to employ in this quarter two, and let us involve God. Let us ask him what he wants of us with our businesses, with our families, with our, with our careers, and let us pursue. Because as long as we inquire of God, we will pursue and we will conquer. We will pursue and we will win and you know we will achieve the heights that we want we will be able to strike a balance between faith work and family we will be able to you know working with the power of god nothing will die in our hands in the mighty name of jesus christ whatever god entrusts us to do it has to bear fruit and it will bear bear fruits that will last because that is the call that you have been called to to bear fruits that last in everything that we do so child of god i want you to know and remember that the same power that raised jesus from the dead is alive in you so go back to that situation go back to that business go back to 
your dreams. Go back to the ambitions you had even as the year began, even as quarter one ended and speak life into them, you know, and inject the faith of God and try it one more time. I have told you there's something that happens when God comes again. You do not get what to the original place you were, but you are elevated. When Samson told God to use him one more time, he killed more Philistines than he had killed before. So there's something about involving God again. Do not ever get tired of going back to God. So I pray that you have been edified, that you have been blessed, that in this quarter two you are starting, you know, on um, you're reviewing and even starting on a higher level and that you're going to involve God in every plan and that you are going to achieve the heights that God has called you into and that you are going to represent God well, child of God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I speak over your business, over your family, over your career, over your children, over everything that concerns you. Nothing is allowed to die in your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, your business is not allowed to die in your hands. Everything that you are doing is, is, is supposed to yield fruit. It's supposed to, build, to yield fruits that last. You are supposed to have results. You are not allowed to do business without results. You are not allowed to stagnate, child of God, because you have God on your side. So God bless you. May God do you well. Let us share this podcast with other people. Let us you know uh even get back leave me a message let me know has this message blessed you would you do you have a particular topic you'd want me to address concerning uh your christianity you know concerning life generally emotional wellness you know relationship parenting i would be more than willing to share what God has deposited in me, even through my journey of life. I normally say I am a product of grace. God has taken me through seasons of life so that somebody else may not go through what I went through. And I believe by what I have gone through, I have paid a price so that today I can be able to tell you, you know, I don't know everything 100% by the way, but from the little I know, I can be able to direct here and there. So God bless you. God do you well. Let's keep winning for Jesus.